0: Cash Welcome guys to our newest episode, today we're going to talk about the gaming history of Kingdom Hearts, a game that was actually really really popular and many people thought it would actually fail with the third game because it took so long to develop, but yet it defied all expectations. Now, as we narrate and talk about the history of this series, we will be (laughs) <laughs> we'll be listening to a few songs from Kingdom Hearts because, well, Kingdom Hearts is very famous for its uh, music. So, the initial idea for Kingdom Hearts began with a discussion between Shinji Hashimoto and Hironobu Sagauchi. Sakaguchi. actually, They talked about how Super Mario 64 was a huge game and it gave you a lot of freedom of movement and they thought that they should make a game like that and that they should, you know, try their luck with that. But they thought that, you know, this kind of a project can never succeed if they don't use popular characters and they thought that Disney, well, they had very popular characters. Tetsuya Nomura, the director of the series, overheard this conversation and volunteered to lead the project and the two producers agreed to let him direct. However, the pitch meeting would not go as easy as you might think. In fact, they started to pitch the idea to one of the uh, Disney executives in an elevator and thus an actual elevator pitch. Well, After they talked to Disney, Disney was kind of interested, but they had the wrong impression about this collaboration. In fact, they thought that Square would let them do anything they want. So they at first wanted to make a game about Donald, and well, they later said that no, this is not what we want to do, but we want to make our own world. So even though Disney was not on board at first, they decided to listen to Nomura's um, pitch. So, he shows the first design, initial design for Sora, and instead of a keyblade, we, we see him holding a chainsaw blade, to which they did not react kindly, so he changed it. And as well, he also had a lion's tail and lion's ears, so he had to change it as well. So now we today have the keyblade. However, when the development began in February 2000, uh, as Nomura as the director and Hashimoto as the producer, they told him that if you want to make this game any good it had it should have the story in the same with the same caliber of Final Fantasy. and it was a rough thing to do, but he felt that he was completely capable of doing such thing. So Nomura, capable and very much confident in his idea starts to work on the game and the game actually started development and then we had the kingdom hearts one which launched in 2002 on playstation one now the story of kingdom hearts is very much huge there's no way i can talk about the story here without well wasting time <laughs> Because it's so much that we have to actually make an episode specifically for this kind of subject. The amount of games in the Kingdom Hearts series is actually staggering. But not staggering mainly because of, well, um, how many games it has, but how far they actually went to, you know, stay away from the number 3, which was supposed to be the end. So they did a lot of games. Kingdom Hearts was the first game. Followed by Chains of Memories, Chain of Memories in 2004, and 2005 we had Kingdom Hearts 2. However, in 2007 they made another version of Chain of Memories, which was called Kingdom Hearts RE Chain of Memories. It was remade for the PlayStation 2, so they bought time for themselves. With the 2008 release of another game, they called it this time around, Coded. Kingdom Hearts Coded was an episodic action role playing game and it was made for mobile phones which expanded the storylines and did really well for itself. Then we had Kingdom Hearts 358 2 days. This game takes place near the end of Kingdom Hearts and continues parallel to Kingdom Hearts' chain of memories. The game was released for Nintendo DS and was released in 2009. The story is told from the perspective of a character called Roxas and following his daily life with Organization XIII, or in other words, Organization 13. and of course his fellow, mem- fellow organization member Axel. So, after that came Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep, which came in 2010 for the PSP. This game was actually really popular, really well made, and it was something new. This game received score of 82, which was new, and and it took, well, some time, but it really delivered on many fronts. The game has a different battle system. ...than other games from the series. It's a prequel to the original Kingdom Hearts... ...as in the first game we learned that Mickey... ...King Mickey... ...has... ...well, has been missing. And we don't know why. And we don't even see him until the very end... ...where he makes a little cameo appearance. So... ...not seeing Mickey was a weird thing for many... ...many fans. But then with the Kingdom Hearts... Birth by Sleep, we actually understand what happened and, you know, basically we see a lot more of him. The game centers on the journey of Terra, Aqua, and Ventus, characters who briefly only appeared in Kingdom Hearts 2 to find the missing master ze Art. Well this game was really popular and really gained traction for the Kingdom Hearts. But this was not the final game by any means. The next game that came in 2010 as well was a remake of Coded. You might say that, well, Kingdom Hearts has had a lot of remakes. Well, when the remake for uh, Kingdom Hearts Coded was coming, they said that they're finally, you know, they're doing a new voice actor a, and a new um changes to the game they're bringing a lot of changes and it was kind of a welcome change in many many ways however in the credits of hd 1.5 remix we also see some screenshots and clips of kingdom hearts recoded that well they kind of you know hinted at it's being being available in another collection and on October 14, 2013, Square, en- Square Enix announced that the recoded would be part of the Kingdom Hearts HD 2.5 Remix Collection, exclusive to PlayStation 3. In 2012, we had the game called Dream Drop Distance, and then we had the well remixes and collections. And we had Kingdom Hearts 3D, which came for Nintendo 3DS, Dream Drop Distance, as we said. It takes place after the events of Kingdom Hearts Recoded, and it f- and it focuses entirely on Sora and Riku. The game was fairly well received, but then of course you can also say that it had to, because it went to a place that, in terms of story, it was completely new and, well, it needed to be successful. However, when the game came and it was really well received by the fans, at least, they said later on, in 2015, that it would have an HD remaster for PlayStation 4, which we get to that very soon. Now, you're going to hear one of the very famous songs from Kingdom Hearts 1.5 HD. This is from the opening, called Simple and Clean. Very famous. So enjoy it while we talk about the rest of the games. In 2013, we had the remix called 1.5. This came exclusively on PlayStation 3. And it was basically an HD remastered collection of the games. And included it included um, Chain of Memories, the remake, and Kingdom Hearts Final Mix. And well, this was in fact the first game that not only came on PS3, but also it had trophy support. The collection also features a cinematic remake of Kingdom Hearts slash 2 Days. It also includes high definition cutscenes from the original game, plus new scenes. The 358/2-day cinematics also has trophy support. Now, this idea was first revealed in August 2011 that they said that they want to make this kind of a collection so that the new players with PS3 would actually be able to experience this game. Well as best as they can, so that they can, you know, kind of lead on to the next one. And it can be the best way for um, new players to understand this world. It was fairly well received, with a score of 77 across the board. And many said that it, it presents a couple... For example, GameSpot said that it presents a couple of the earliest games in the beloved series in the best light and makes a revealing cinematic experience out of the third one. The three experiences complement one another with unique elements and welcome context. There's a treat for longtime fans and newcomers alike. Then, of course, we had Kingdom Hearts X. Now, this was before we saw Kingdom Hearts 2.5 Remix. Kingdom Heart, Kingdom Hearts X was a browser game developed by... Nomura, Sina, and published by Square Enix for web browsers as the 8th installment for the Kingdom Hearts series. Now, the song that you're hearing right now is Kingdom Hearts Hearts 2.5 song. It's called Dearly Beloved. Enjoy this one, it's one of the most famous ones of the series. Now, as we said, the game called Kingdom Hearts X, was a web browser game and the eighth installment in the whole series. The gameplay involves you making a customized avatar through Disney-inspired worlds while you fight enemies and, well, you take down bosses in multiplayer matches. It was kind of an MMO, but not a complete one in many ways. This game was actually really... Really popular for some time, however, it didn't last much, and they did release it for iOS and Android later on down the road. The game is connected to Kingdom Hearts Free, as they said, and the title, when it says X, is called about an X-Blade, a weapon central to the story of the game. Then we come to Kingdom Hearts HD 2.5 Remix. This game had Kingdom Hearts 2, Birth by Sleep, and Recoded. Well, when I say Recoded, do mind that by Re I mean the remake. It was an exclusive for PlayStation 3 and it came first to Japan in October 2014. The Kingdom Hearts HD 2.5 remix had Kingdom Hearts 2 the final mix and Kingdom Hearts birth by Sleep Final Mix in high definition and with trophy support, as usual, after, well, the HD 1.8 remix. The game became actually really popular and the development, well, started immediately after HD 1.5 and of course this was kind of hinted in 1.5 as well. However, when this game came and IGN interviewed Shinji Hashimoto about Kingdom Hearts 3 He said that they would consider another HD collection if, well, this was uh, well-received. And, well, it was well-received, and they did release this one to coincide with, uh, basically, the game's hype and how people were really hoping for a Kingdom Hearts 3 announcement, but, well, we were fooled again and we were treated with Kingdom Hearts 2.5, however. In 2017, July, Nomura spoke on bringing the collection to Xbox One as well, seeing that he did not think there was much demand for it outside of North America since he thought that Xbox was only popular in America and not other parts of the world. But he thought it was a possibility after the complete development of Kingdom Hearts 3. So, so far, as you can see, Kingdom Hearts was very much a... well a game exclusive to Sony, though it did cross over to, um, well, Nintendo, but mostly Sony for many important things. Then, of course, we had Unchained X, which came in 2015, and it was an, a huge update to the X, the web browser game, and it also lo- it also marked the launch of Android and iOS versions. But all of this paled in comparison to Kingdom Hearts HD 2.8 Final Chapter Prologue. The final game that they would actually release before going on to release the Kingdom Hearts Free. As many of us would really, really hope that we would finally, finally see the third installment after so many years waiting for it. The Final Chapter Prologue. It was a very popular game in terms that, well, this was promised as the final one before we finally saw the sequel. It was released in January 2017, so we can say that, well, one year before the release of Kingdom Hearts 3. It includes a high-definition remaster of Kingdom Hearts 3, the Dream Drop Distance, as well as two new pieces of content. For the Kingdom Hearts series. The first was Kingdom Hearts X back cover, the cinematic experience based on Kingdom Hearts X, which was connected to Kingdom Hearts 3, but, well, some people didn't play it. However, this cinematic explained detailed events that were not shown in the original browser game. The other was Kingdom Hearts 0.2 Birth by Sleep, a fragmentary passage It's an original game that takes place after the events of Dream Drop Distance, as we said, that takes place before the original, with majority of the story taking place after the events of Birth by Sleep and during the events of Kingdom Hearts itself, and the from perspective of a character called Aqua. Back back cover and fragmentary passage were the 10th and 11th installments in Kingdom Hearts series. So essentially, with this one, They released two more games, just to sashade our, well, wet appetites for the final game. To finally, finally be released. However, as the game was really popular with many fans, including in Japan, which sold more than 137,000 copies in the first week in Japan, which is actually not bad for Kingdom Hearts, well, you could say that many reviewers were still a little bit pissed that they're taking this long and they're releasing this kind of games. Now, one of them, Chris Carter from Destructoid, said that the game is solid and has and it has an audience, but it lacks replay value. It could be too short, and there are some faults that it's really hard to ignore. But the experience is fun. So as you could see, many people thought that while it is fun, but it feels more like an appetizer, rather than an actual game. Then of course in 2019 we had the VR experience and finally Kingdom Hearts 3. The game to finally finish off this series after 17 years. Kingdom Hearts 2 was actually released in 2005, so you could say 12 years was the wait. As you can see Kingdom Hearts has had a lot of games. And, well, they kind of did their best to appeal to a lot of people. (laughs) But when it came to the third game, why was the development so, so difficult to do? Well, after they finished the development of Kingdom Hearts 2, the final mix, Nomura was approached by Disney, who wanted a sequel. However, when it came about the... Ideas for the sequel Nomura said we have various ideas, but we're not at the point where we can say that He added the development of Final Fantasy 15 titled Final Fantasy 13 at the time and Well, he also had another name Final Fantasy Versus 13 which later on the 13 title went went to another Final Fantasy game was actually being developed by the Kingdom Hearts 2 team and they said that it was physically impossible to do it but I feel that it's not the right time to talk about the future of Kingdom Hearts. So as you could see, that they wanted to make another game, but they thought that well, they couldn't since they were making another game at the time. Well, Sony announced Kingdom Kingdom Hearts free for the PlayStation 4 with a teaser at 2013 E3. But of course, well. Many things were promised in the E3 2013, and most of them did not actually come to pass. Square Enix later confirmed that the games will be cross-platform, and, well, they will release a port of Xbox... They will release a port of the PlayStation 4 version for the Xbox One. Though some of the development and concepts of the game began during the 7th generation of consoles, PS3 and Xbox 360, they always thought that they would release it for the 8th generation. However, unlike Kingdom Hearts and Kingdom Hearts 2, which were developed by Square Enix's product development division 1 team, this one was developed by Square Enix First production development, who developed Birth by Sleep and Dream Drop Distance, and also worked on the HD 1.5 Remix collection. Well, after... E3 2013, Nomura claimed that the announcement was way too early and they were not still ready to make the game. A short teaser however for the game does appear at the end of the Kingdom Hearts 2.5 Remix trailer at the E3 2014, again satiating people's lust for this game. Yasui however revealed that the sequence in the teaser was the opening for the game and well it would have been more than enough to keep people happy. He added that this opening was created by Nomura, who had a real clear picture of what this starting sequence should be, and the text seen and heard was going to be a real integral part of the story. However, in September 2014, they announced that Nomura will no longer be the director of Final Fantasy XV, that he would actually shift his focus to Kingdom Hearts 3. Now this has had been a troubling news for Final Fantasy fans because, well, ever since the game was announced as Final Fantasy Versus Teen, which if I remember correctly, had a teaser that showed Noctis inside a car, just thinking, and there were some action scenes here and there, mostly CGI, well that was all the news we had. And the game was announced in 2006. So yeah, go figure. 2006 and 2016, I think, was the release. So, long time. Even maybe longer than than the last Guardian. The following month, Nomura revealed that the game had switched to using the Unreal Engine 4 for a variety of reasons, and they had the full support of Epic for this engine. In January 2015, Yasui revealed that working on the 2... 2.5 2.5 remix simultaneously allowed the developers to learn all the best qualities from the series to aid in making the third one. They said in the third one we want to go into a new direction, but at the same time we don't want to change what is fundamental about Kingdom Hearts. While this was a very welcome news, there was footage shown at D23 Expo Japan in 2015, which for Disney fans you might know what D23 actually is where they showcase a lot of Disney stuff, including Marvel Cinematic Universe stuff. A gameplay trailer was revealed during the Kingdom Hearts Orchestra World Tour in Los Angeles in mid-June 2017, which made people go crazy. The next month, Nomura said that the Nintendo Switch version of the game may be created, but they wanted to focus on the development and promise of completing these versions before going for other things. And as regarding for the DLC, he said that nothing is set in stone, but he said that, well, they will be prepared to accommodate for something like that. But we cannot develop suddenly develop a system where we're accommodating for, develop, for downloadable content. So it's not confirming or denying, but just so the development will be um, prepared, we are trying to kind of accommodate it. Well... The series had a lot of promise, and they wanted to see it finally end. Now, they also said that there would be some other games like Kingdom Hearts Union X, which would be playable on the mobiles. And they said that um, if you play in the x Free mode in September 2018, you will obtain the Starlight Keyblade in Kingdom Hearts Free and you will be able to use it. By June 2018, the secret film for the game had been created. Nomura revealed the development team was concerned with the size of the game and that it would not fit on the game disc. However, to help with this, the team was turning some of the cutscenes into pre-rendered films to help reduce load times. And then, at E3 2018, they said that there were worlds based on Frozen and parts of the Caribbean. And they were making a lot of worlds that fans would love and bring back so many of them. At XO18, a world based on Vinnie the Pooh was revealed. However, it was said that the character itself would be censored in China. Due to the Chinese government ruling that says they would ban any depiction on the char- of the character after the character had been compared to the head of the Chinese president at the time. To improve the gummy ship gameplay and the criticism in the previous entries, which this gummy ship is actually the ship that you use to navigate going to the other worlds, development teams started to uh, look to other developers, uh, which was... um, from a scrolling shooter 1997 game called Einheinder so they came and kind of handled it for them and finally development was completed by November 20 2018 this game was perhaps the biggest game of all time for Kingdom Hearts series they had no idea it would be this big but they did their best to finally deliver the game And it paid off, as Kingdom Hearts 3 has the best score of the series so far. With Kingdom Hearts 1 having a Metacritic score of 85, the second one 87, the third one came out to an astounding 88, which was really good. As for the other games in the series, while they were not perfect by any means, they were good enough for the fans. Now when it comes to the gameplay of the series, this is what you need to know if you have never played this game before. The game has a lot of elements from the hack and slash games, but yet at the same time, it really wants you to explore the worlds and enjoy them. The game is, of course, an action role-playing game, and these hack and slash elements are really, really cool. In fact, they said that the end development of the game sometimes, well, they would lose some side of what were they, they were doing, and things would become really, really dark. But, well... They did their best. And the game features many worlds from Disney, many of them taken straight out of it without much changes, like straight out of the movies, including the Toy Story ones. And they brought almost every single voice actor for the Disney roles. So you could hear Tom Hanks as the role of Woody in the game, which was kind of new and kind of cool. Now, the gameplay for The Gummy Ship, which we said... It was something that will allowed you to travel to the other places, was more of a rail shooter, but received negative criticisms in many ways. And to this day, it's not well received. However, thank God they finally apparently improved it in Kingdom Hearts Free. Now, the game features a lot of characters from Disney, and most of them you can use them as your partners. Usually, you're accompanied by Goofy and Donald Duck in the main games. But, you can also choose some characters from their perspective worlds. Like, if, for example, if you go to the Aladdin's world, you'll be able to use Aladdin in your team. If you go to Toy Story, you may use Buzz Lightyear and Woody. It doesn't matter, you can use them. And you can also customize them a little bit. Like many traditional role-playing games, Kingdom Hearts features an experience point system that determines how your character levels up and develops. As enemies are defeated, you gain experience, which gives you a level-up system where the character grows stronger and gains new a- access to new powers. Now, this amount of experience is shared with all party members, and each character grows as experience is gained, which means that if you don't take any character with yourself, and if you want to, I don't know, try and grind... You may actually gain much more experiences. For those of you who played Persona, this is pretty much, well, what you already know. You don't need to know more about it. The Keyblade that you see in the game itself is something that allowed Mickey to close the doors to every world that might actually be corrupted by this creature called Heartless. Now, in a short while, I will tell you a little summary of the story of the game so far. This will be provided by Wikipedia. Thank you, Wikipedia. Because, well, if I try and gather all my thoughts about all of the games, or at least the ones I played, it'll be really hard. So I prefer to use that. But the Kingdom Hearts timeline is a convoluted one in many, many ways. Now, this is the timeline so far that we know. Kingdom Hearts, Union X, and Back Cover are the beginning phases of Kingdom Hearts. Then we move on to um, Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep. Then we go to 0.2 Birth by Sleep, Kingdom Hearts itself. Kingdom Hearts Free 58-2 Days. Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories. Kingdom Hearts 2, Kingdom Hearts Coded, Kingdom Hearts Dream Drop Distance, Kingdom Hearts, Birth by Sleep, and Kingdom Hearts 3. So, the timeline is not exactly as the way the games were released, but this is what you need to, well, you know, look for if you want to experience all of it at the same time. Now, this is the short part of the story. The series starts with Kingdom Hearts, where a 14-year-old boy named Sora is separated from his friends Riku and Kairi from the world, Destiny Islands, an original world actually from Square, is invaded by creatures known as the Heartless. During the invasion, Sora obtains a weapon called the Keyblade that allows them to fight the Heartless. He soon arrives in another world, Traverse Town, where he meets Donald Duck and Goofy, two emissaries from Disney Castle sent to find the Keyblade wielder under orders from their missing king, Mickey Mouse. The three band together and travel to different Disney-themed worlds, sealing the hearts of the worlds to prevent them from being devoured by the Heartless as they search for their companions along the way. Along the way, they encounter a group of Disney villains led by Maleficent, the villain from Sleeping Beauty, who are controlling the Heartless to capture seven maidens called the Princesses of Heart, who possess the power to open the door to Kingdom Hearts itself, the heart of all of the worlds? Though they eventually defeat Maleficent, the Free discover a sentient Heartless named Ansem to be the true orchestrator of the world's destruction. The Free defeat Ansem and, le- and seal the door to Kingdom Hearts, but remain separated from Riku and King Miki while Kairi remains home to await her friends' return. In Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories, Sora, Donald, and Goofy search for Rico and Mickey leads them to Castle Oblivion, a fortress controlled by a mysterious group of non-existent nobodies called Organization XIII, who use the power of a girl called Namine to manipulate the trio's memories. After defeating the Organization, the three are put to sleep for a year by Namine to allow them to regain their memories. Though they must lose the memories of their experience in Castle of Oblivion. Meanwhile, Riku arrives in the basement of the castle and sends the surface to aid Miki, with the aid of Miki, sorry. Discovering Sora's sleeping state, Riku helps Namine keep him safe until he is awoken. In Kingdom Hearts three, 358-2 days, a snag in the plan over the year forces Riku to capture Roxas, Sora's nobody who is born when Sora briefly becomes a Heartless in the first game in order to enable Sora's reawakening. In Kingdom Hearts 2, Sora and their friends wake up from their sleep and resume the search for Riku and King Mickey, learning of the nobodies and becoming re-familiarized with Organization XIII. Sora once again travels to many disney themed worlds and resolves issues caused by the Heartless and Nobodies. And Maleficent's servant, Pete, they reunite with King Mickey and encounter Zemnos, the leader of the Organization XIII and nobody of Xenohart, revealed to be the human form of the heartless Ansem. The organization's plans is revealed: they seek to regain their lost hearts by creating their own version of kingdom hearts from the sum of all the hearts released from the heartless slain by Sora's keyblade. The three arrive at the headquarters of Organization 14 and team up with their friends. Ansem the Wise uses a device that dissipates some of the Kingdom Hearts' power. But it self-destructs, engulfing Ansem. At the top of the castle, there never was, Sora and the friends battle Xenos. After Sora and Riku defeat Xenos, they get trapped in the Realm of Darkness, but a letter from Kairi summons a gateway for them, and the two are reunited with their friends at their home. Sometime later, Sora and Riku and Kairi receive a letter from King Miki, the letter written by Mickey during the events of Kingdom Hearts Coded, describes the parts of their past that Namin learned while restoring Sora's memory. As they read the letter, they learn about the face of three Keyblade wielders at the hands of Zeno-Zehonart, sorry, trapped in the realm uh, of darkness during the Kingdom Hearts Earth by sleep. Terra, who is possessed by Xehanort, Ventus, who sacrifices his heart to prevent Zahanart from creating the legendary X-Blade, hiding it within a four-year-old Sora's heart, and the new Keyblade Master Aqua, who was trapped in the Realm of Darkness, after sacrificing herself to save Terra. King Mickey also discovers that the destruction of Ansem and Xemnos has led to the reconstruction of Zahanart. To combat the new Fred Zahanart poses, Sora and Riku take an exam, to attain the Mark of Mastery that will allow them to become Keyblade Masters themselves. During the test in Kingdom Hearts, 3, sorry, Kingdom Hearts 3D Dream Drop Distance, Sora and Riku entered the Realm of Sleep, where they encounter a young version of Xehanort with the ability to travel through time. The two Keyblade wielders also learn of Xehanort's true goal, assembling 13 vessels and incarnations of himself the Organization 13, and pitting them against Seven Hearts of Pure Light, the Princesses of Heart, in an ultimate battle to recreate the X-Blade. Sora is narrowly saved from becoming Xanor's final whistle and Riku learns about the data that Ansem the Wise had implanted within Sora during his year-long sleep, which may be used to save those connected to Sora. At the end of the exam, Riku is declared the Keyblade Master. In Kingdom Hearts HD 2.8 final chapter prologue, Sora embarks on another journey to regain his missing power, while Yensid assembles any available Keyblade users to defend the Princesses of Heart and combat Zehanort's 13 vessels. Which leads to the final game, to the final story of the series. Now, I thank you guys for joining our episode as we talked about Kingdom Hearts. I hope you actually enjoyed this kind of episode where we play the music and soundtrack famous for the series. And, well, we talk about them at the same time, give you a little bit of an idea of what the games are about, what is the story, what's going to happen, and what you'll experience. As my experience from Kingdom Hearts has told me, the game is pretty much for those who like Japanese stories because they're really, really well, weird, and they don't tend to, you know, be kind to people who don't like complicated stories. However, if you're a fan of Japanese stories and complexity of them, and I can name a few for you, such as Metal Gear Solid, Final Fantasy, even Persona has a complicated story. These are the games that, if you have played and you enjoyed, you will have no problem enjoying Kingdom Hearts, especially with its gameplay, which I think is actually really really beautiful. And you will definitely have the time of your life playing Kingdom Hearts if you also love Disney's properties. So if you like Disney and if you like Final Fantasy, you will most definitely enjoy Kingdom Hearts to its most. And if you want the complete experience, I would say that, well, these are the free games that you need to play before going on to play Kingdom Hearts 3, if you want the full experience, if you were fine with all the story that I just told you about, um, that's fine as well. So, you need to play Kingdom Hearts HD 1.5 Remix, then you need to play the 2.5 Remix, and then 2.8 version of the game, all of which are available in PlayStation 4 and Xbox One, by the way, so you can play it like that. Kingdom Hearts 3, when you get into it, well, it might be a little bit weird at first, you might, you know, not know um, what you're jumping into if you don't play those games, but you will not be entirely um, out of place. You will, in fact, enjoy the gameplay very much and the story, and do give it a chance. If you guys have, well, ever played Final Fantasy, or even like Disney's games and properties, you will most definitely enjoy Kingdom Hearts. Give it a chance, don't worry about it. And you can, you know, get the other two games for good price, I think, if you buy digital. Um, The prices are fixed currently, but if you're buying physical instead of digital, I would say that, well, there is a certain benefit to that because it can be cheaper. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode as we talked about Kingdom Hearts and, well, what the game is all about what the gameplay is, and like I said, it's kind of a hack and slash game in many ways, but, well, not that crazy, not that bloody at all, it's not bloody in any way, and Kingdom Hearts is a crossover, and, well, but, however, it's not the crossover with um, Final Fantasy and Disney, people are thinking that this is a Final Fantasy world that crossover with them, But no, in fact, they can actually see some characters from Final Fantasy in the world of Kingdom Hearts. You can see some characters from The World Ends With You, Pixar characters, Disney characters as well, which are the staple of it. And, well, there are many, many antagonists in the game. There are many different versions of the um, Xehanort, the um, character in the game, the main villain. There are many, many different versions of him available, and there's another version in Kingdom Hearts 3. Um, so, I hope you enjoyed this, and this is a huge series. This is not something that I can talk about in just 40 minutes and be done with it. It's very, very huge. It has so many things to talk about. The music itself is fantastic. That's something that needs to needs to have its own episode. And there's so much regarding this, there's so many figurines that sell really well, they have a lot of uh, manga series and cards as well, this is a huge series in many, many ways, so you will not be disappointed delving into this world, and however, you know, as it stands, um, Kingdom Hearts 3 is the end of the saga called Dark Seeker, that was all about Xehanort, and well... I don't want to spoil anything, but you know when you play the game and you finally see the story of them coming to an end, well, very satisfying. You will also, um, you know, see how their future might be. However, as it stands right now, we have no idea if another Kingdom Hearts game is um, in the making or even in the plans. So for now, let's enjoy what we already have. Thank you guys for joining us. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share if you enjoyed this episode. Tomorrow we'll have another episode talking about um, movies and, well, more about Marvel Cinematic Universe and what specifically worked about Marvel Cinematic Universe aside from, like, what I said and what can work for everyone making a new um, cinematic universe. Thank you, guys, for this wonderful month of January, actually. I want to thank you guys for this as well. In the first um, month of 2019, we had over 6,250 plays so far. And, you know, when I add this episode, it might actually go even higher. Um, But this is amazing. 6,000 plays is a lot, guys. Thank you so much. This comes out from 1,000 plays in January. So this is six times more. Well, 5 times point seven or 6, I think. But still, thank you guys so much for this much listening, for so much support. I cannot overstate how much I'm grateful to you guys. And I hope you enjoy my content. And I'm trying really hard to make it better and better. Um, It's not easy buying the equipment here in my country. It's actually pretty expensive. So I'm making do with what I have. And I'm basically editing and doing it all on my own. So I enjoy... So, I would really enjoy some feedback from you guys from time to time, telling me, like, what do you enjoy, what do you don't, and what would you improve. Um, But anyways, thank you guys for this. I mean, this is amazing, seeing this much growth in only one month. This is absolutely nuts. Thank you so much, guys, and I hope that the February will be just as great. By the way, for the month of February, I have a little surprise for you guys. However, I'm not sure if I can actually deliver on that promise. So I'm not making any promises now, but it'll be really good. If I want, if I can do what I want, um, what I have in plans, it'll be amazing. If I can't, um, it'll still be good, but not as much as I wanted it. Thank you guys for joining us, and I'll see you guys very soon.